Hello, hello, hello. This is Didi Banks, and I hope all is well with each and every one of you. I want to say Happy New Year's. This has been a long time coming. Today is, uh, we're in the middle of the month already, almost towards the end, and I haven't had the opportunity to uh, say to you, Happy New Year, and I pray that the Lord blesses each and every goal that you have put in place for 2021. So much has transpired since January 1st. We've got a new president. We have got uh, a new cabinet uh, for him, a new vice president, the first black woman in Asian descent uh, as our vice president. So as you can see, we are on the rise and on the move. So we have to have everything in place uh, for 2021 uh, to get us through to the next four years so we'll be able to get out and fight as hard as we did in 2020 um, to get things done in 2024 uh, because we don't want to go through what we went through uh, over the last four years. But let me share something with you that was so interesting. I felt the earth shift as that plane was um ascending into the sky after it went around the White House and the Capitol and Trump and his family was on that flight and the earth went from a dark place to a bright, bright light. I'm telling you, I felt it. It was so overwhelming in my soul. I had so much joy, so many emotions at that time when that plane was ascending up And uh, I just was like, this is it. This is a new day. The Lord blessed us to have an opportunity to have a man that believes in God. He prays to God. And I believe that he's going to try his best to do everything that he says that he wants to do in his first hundred years. I hope you agree with me on this one. Uh, because it was really time for a change. I, it was heaviness in my soul, and I didn't realize how heavy uh, it, my, you know, my spirit was um, until he got out of there. It was just so much chaos over the last four years, and I tell you, it wasn't my best four years because I made a big change from moving to the East Coast to the Northwest, and so all this change, giving up 30 years of living in the Washington, D.C. area and coming to the north Northwest um, uh, really, really was a change. And it really, really, on top of Trump, uh, created a little bit of heaviness uh, upon me. Um, but anyway, God is good and he is in the blessing business and he has been so good to me and I'm sure there are some things that you can look back and and say wow he's done a lot for you too amen but I want to talk to you uh, right now about something that my spiritual brother that uh, I get a lot of guidance from uh, talked to me about shared in my uh, you know shared with me about Uh, we women, what we need to know 
uh, what we need to be doing and what we should have known, but some of us have not known, and that's why we have been making uh, quite a bit of mistakes when it comes to uh, finding a mate in our lives. And so I wish I would have known this way back when because I would not have made the mistakes that I have made in my life. But I want to share them with you so that you can have heads up and so that you, if you didn't know, today you will know. Okay, so here we go. This There are five important things that we need to know right now if you have never been taught or never understood. Number one, give greater attention to your money. There are many feminine men out there not doing their part of providing in the masculine energy and feel that they that uh, we as women should take care of them. It is important that we have control of our money because we will compromise our own security. We must have financial resources instead of trying to impress people who don't even know us or don't even give a care about us. We walk around looking like a million dollars and have no money in the bank because we are too busy shopping, buying too many things that we really don't need. So now it is important to invest in things that keep us looking good, but in a way that we are still able to have money in the bank and other financial resources. If we do not have financial resources, it will cause us to have to rely on a man. We then compromise ourselves because we need a man for financial security. And this is where all of the bull crap starts in our life, which is bringing busters in and they take over our lives and then they abuse us. So, It is not our season to be splurging right now with the way things are going on in the world because we might compromise our values, our principles for men who might give us a few dollars here and there and we get stuck in these dumbo relationships for money when the Lord has enabled us to be independent financially. But We have chose to squander our monies, impressing people with clothes, shoes, designer purses. Hmm. Okay. So Ecclesiastics, I'm going to always try to give you some Bible uh, scripture to back up uh, uh, some of these things I'm talking about. So Ecclesiastics 7, 11 through 12 reads, and this is from the message version. Wisdom is better when it is when it is paired with money, especially if you get both while you are still living. Double protection, wisdom and wealth. Plus this bo- this bonus. Wisdom energizes its owner. So even if we do have a man We need to be financially independent by having enough resources to take care of ourselves just in case Bobo decides that he doesn't want to be with us any longer or he gets ill and he can't work anymore or and if 
he dies. Just sitting around spending money and being cute is not the right attitude for us, right? So we must make the money, we must manage the money, and we must multiply the money. Number two, as a woman, we must learn to age but not get old. I'm going to repeat this. As a woman, we must learn to age but not get old. Aging and getting old are different from each other. Age is a biologic age is biological and getting old is a mind thing. I have seen women as young as their 30s who have stopped taking care of how they look, uh, their hair is unkept, the clothes are not attractive, and their conversations are wrong. They have allowed the world to make them feel and think that they are old, so they give up on life with no concern for their health and or activities. This will cause us to lose our dreams and visions because we are old in the mind and men see it. It does not matter how old uh, in age we get. We We do not have to allow our minds to get old. We really don't age according to the number. Many of us women look incredibly young for our age, but we age in our mind. Men, they don't really care about how old we are, but it is the look that we have as we age in numbers. Certain men, certain men do not want you to get old on them. We have to keep on working out, keep our style up, keep our money game up, keep a vision in your life. Maintain your youthfulness. No matter how bad things get around you in the world, do not let that trauma rob you of being a woman. Proverbs 29 verse 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. So see yourself as beautiful. Go to your closet and get all those frumpy, dumpy clothes out of there. And if any... Let me back up. Get those frumpy, dumpy clothes out of there and learn how to dress for your body type. I am a big advocate on dressing for your body type. So it's important that you know what your body type is and that you dress for it. And that's why Jane can wear a dress and you go buy the same dress and you won't look the same as her. She may look better than you because she that dress is for her body type or slacks or whatever, but you need to go and dress for your body type and make sure that no matter where you go, that you're looking your best or your semi-best or, you know, just don't look like frumpy dumpy. Uh, you've given up on yourself, seeing you in Walmart with your pajamas on and You didn't comb your hair. You didn't brush your teeth. You just look awful. And so you never know when uh, Mr. Right may show up. Uh, So you want to be prepared. Uh, Anytime you step out the door, be prepared. Okay? Let me continue on to my notes. Be intentional about taking care of 
your health also. Again, and your looks. Do not let anyone tell you that you are fat or overweight because it is no one's business how much you weigh or what size you are. If you look in the mirror and you're not happy with how you look, then change it for you and not for anybody else. That's very important. Don't let the world dictate to you what size you are or how much that you weigh, okay? Your deal is an internal deal, deal okay? Proverbs, read Proverbs 31 when you get a chance, okay? I want you to really read that because in Proverbs 31, that woman, she took care of her family, her husband, and she took self-care time for herself. You must keep your mind current and not have a negative mind with gossip, negativity, thinking the worst things. And you must keep your mind renewed. Listen to people who only build you up. Do not get yourself involved with those who pull you down or drag you down. You need people to lift you up and make you feel good about yourself, right? Proverbs 17.22 says this, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. When your heart is positive, it renews you. Negativity will dry you up like a raisin in the sand. Hey, man. Woo, thank you for that one. Uh, number three, uh, work on your emotional health. Deal with issues that are hellish in your life from the past or things you are currently struggling with. That is very big. So, working on your emotional health getting rid of things that may be deep down inside of you that you're not aware of. You have to get rid of that, okay? So things like abandonment, broken heart, rejection, and major hurts. Go get you some help, okay? Check yourself if you start to feel like you are getting out of balance. A woman without emotion control will be managed by someone else, okay? Because this is how predatory men, like homosexuals, will seek you out. Men with ill intention, they search for women who are emotionally broken and needy. They position themselves to come in and fertilize the emotional roots in you. They feed on you and you don't know how to let them go. Enemies, ladies, are everywhere for the men to. They're everywhere. You cannot afford to be sitting around crying about a buster, low-class homosexual that you led in your life because you are emotionally out of control. Hello. Proverb 25, 28 says, a person without self-control is like a horse with its doors and windows not, I'm sorry, Whew, that's a typo. A person without self-control is like is like a house with its doors and windows knocked out. Trauma after trauma 
The wrong people keep coming in and out of your life. And you will be searching for something on the outside. But balance comes from within us. So how? How does, how does all this take place? What do we do? What can we do? Okay, so number one, admit that you're out of control. And number two, find someone who can help you process your history because sometimes the roots are so deep that you cannot let go of them. Get a counselor or a therapist. Hold yourself accountable and reel yourself back in. Don't break down in public where the eyes of the predator can see you and pounce on you. That's very, very, very important, okay? Stop putting your emotions that are out of control in the public eye, like social media. Because once you start doing that, there comes the busters. Because the busters are on social media, searching and roaming and looking and winking and doing all these things. Because you have put either your body out there with uh, no clothes on, with not inappropriate clothing on. And when a man sees that, they know right away that you're insecure about yourself. Now, some women will say, I'm not insecure about myself. I love myself and I look good, so I'm going to show it. But men think differently and they see things differently than we do. So when you're showing all your goods on social media, baby, that I've already pegged you out. So just remember that. All right, then number four, manage the masculinity you have. Kings do not like like that in a woman. We need to know when to put the masculinity down. Let the king be the king. The masculinity in a woman comes from the father wound. Fathers not being in our lives. Sons grow up to be men but are still boys and they try to form relationships because mama raised them and he picks up feminine energy. He picks up the female feminine energy. He does not want to take responsibility. He wants to be kept and wants a woman to take care of him. He is a hobosexual. We do all the work because mama was the boss. She was the protector and provider. So we pick up the masculine energy and go off into the world. But the men, they, they, men fail by not wanting to work or take care, provide or lead. And they do not and will not be faithful. They do not want to create an environment for the woman to relax and trust or allow the man to be a man. We have been conditioned by broken men to not trust the process. The process is how God created Adam and Eve. Adam is the lead, was the lead, and Eve was his helpmate. Okay, we got to remember this. We have been graced by God to do it, but we must know when to shift hats. Because if a king shows up, you cannot approach that relationship with masculine energy. Let the man open the doors for you, walk by his side and not in front of him. 
Now, let me tell you about when you are walking fast in front of a man or he lays or he walk, you know, he allows you, he slows down his pace so that you can appear as speeding up because those guys, I call them busters, they love it because they don't want you to see what they are looking at or lusting at more than nine times out of ten lusting and lurking at okay you can't see behind yourself so when you're with a good man a real king a king will either hold your arm hold your hand so that the two of you can walk together side by side amen all right masculine energy is good in corporate america or when you own your own business but when you leave that job Leave that energy with it. We run off good. We run off good men because kings are not attracted to a masculine 24-hour woman. He wants her to step in when she needs to, but let him be the man. Matthew 5, verse 5 says, Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Meek means strong, but tempers that strength in certain moments. Oh, that was good. Then here we go with number five. Know when you are making choices with your flesh. We have made relationship choices with our flesh and not our intellect. Use your spirit where you're directed and you are discerning. We make the same mistakes over and over and over saying, oh, we, he is so fine. Oh, he is a tall drink, a glass of cold water in the hot summertime. Oh, my goodness, he smells so good. Oh, we, we get so caught up. I mean, I used to uh, because, you know, moving from the Northwest and then going to the Washington, D.C. area, I had never in my life seen so many fine men. Oh, my God. And I worked in a men's environment and um, just being around them and smelling them and looking at them, I was like in awe all the time. And I'm going to tell you something. I'll never forget this. In the early 90s, I, um, this brother approached, came into my uh, job and uh, when he walked in, oh my God. I'm telling you, I was so struck. I I, I mean, I was so caught up in the look of that man. That that look and that lust of my flesh cost me 15 years. It took me 15 years to get over that dude. And I don't ever, 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 ever want to um, always think that something before you that is good-looking, male or female, it is good for you because some of that fine stuff is bad for you. But anyway, there are more fine demons out there, (laughs) again, than you can shake a stick at. And we keep picking them up and taking them home because we have not learned when we are making choices with our flesh. If you do not be, if you do not pray, you're not prayed up, or you're not thinking things out, you have been driven by your flesh, like I did. 15 years being caught up with somebody that 
had the least, the least thought of me in the same way as I did them. So please, please, please don't make that mistake. Then there's Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 through 8. It says this, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. If you keep sowing to your flesh, you will keep getting flesh harvest. Oh my God, that is so good. That was a big no-no for me. Okay, when I moved in the early 80s uh, to the Washington, D.C. area. No, it was the the late 80s uh, when I moved there. And I tell you, poof, I learned a hard lesson, hard lesson. I can't, I, I, I am so grateful and thank you, thankful that the Lord has really worked on me. And I share that with so many people about not letting your flesh make decisions for you. Okay, be careful about that. But anyway, those are five great things. Okay, I want you to play this episode over and over and over over and share it with your friends, your girlfriends, and people that they may be falling short of these five major things that we should know or we should have known. But if you had your father, if your father was missing in your life as a young lady, uh, we miss that. And even fathers that were in the home, it's, these are some things that uh, they didn't talk to us about or they didn't show us certain things to, to teach us things that we should look for uh, in our lives. And, you know, talking about money, relationships, and being feminine. Oh, you know, um, you know, that's very important. Uh, so, you know, and being balanced in our emotional health. Um, and uh, not walking in the flesh. Amen? Well, that's it. I thank you so much for listening. And I look forward for us to talk about these things and certain things again. Okay? You have a wonderful day or evening. Let me pray for you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this glorious and beautiful day, Lord. Thank you for the five things that are important for us to know and to do to keep us from making the same mistakes over and over and over again. Lord, we want to sow into a beautiful harvest. Lord, and we know that with your help, putting you first, Lord, and listening to you and letting you guide us, that we will make the right decisions in our life. We love you, Lord, through the good and through the bad, because you are the Alpha, you are the Omega, and you are the beginning and the end. And we worship you and we cherish you from here until you call us home. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's it, family. Stay blessed.